Hello and welcome to the Digital Free Thought Radio Hour on WOZO Radio 103.9 LPFM here in Knoxville, Tennessee. We're recording this on Sunday morning, August 20th, 2023. I'm Larry Rhodes, or DJ Doubter 5. And as usual, we have our co-host Wombat on the line with us. Hello, Wombat. It's me, the Wombat. It is. And Dread Pirate Higgs is with us today. Welcome, Dread. Digital Free Thought Radio Hour is a talk radio show about atheism, free thought, rational thought, humanism, pastafarianism, and the sciences. And conversely, we'll also talk about religion, religious faiths, gods, holy books, and superstition. And if you get the feeling that you're the only non-believer in your town, well, you're just not a bet on it. In Knoxville, here in the middle of the Bible Belt, we have a group of over a thousand of us, and we're the Atheist Society of Knoxville, or ASK, and we'll tell you more about us after the mid-show break, so be sure to stick around. Wombat, what's our topic today? We're going to do a meetings of the minds, or at least talk about what it would be like to meet some of the greatest minds and religious bodies in a one-on-one interview, maybe on a talk show or something like that. Sort of like what they did with that show that you referenced. What was the name of that show again, Larry? Uh, It was Steve Martin's Meeting of the Minds. It was done back in the 60s, I think. Steve Steve Allen. There you go. Steve Allen. Steve Allen. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought that'd be an interesting thing to go through. What happens if you have the likes of Charles Darwin? followed by God, followed by Jesus, followed by Flying Spaghetti Monster, all sitting, doing talks and figuring out what has come about with the things that they may have discovered or, you know, presented to humanity. And uh, how would they react to advancements that have been made or recent revelations, if you will. But before we get into that, let's call that the the meat and potatoes today's show. I would like to start with our own invocation now that we have our newly pasta uh, pirate representative here. Dred, would you mind leading us? Not at all. Our noodly lord, who art in a colander, El Dante be thy noodles. Thy blood be rum, thy sauce be yum, with meat as it is with vegetables. Give us this day our garlic bread, and forgive us our cussing, as we forgive those who cuss against us. And lead us not into ketoism, but deliver us some carbs. For thine are the meatballs, and the noodles, and the grog, whenever and ever, Raw man. Hey, Dredd, how have you been? Uh, Working like a dog, man. I could tell. I could tell. They made you get rid of the beard. Well, yeah, that's actually been a while. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I just have to be able to wear a respirator. Yeah, yeah. Working in the oil and gas industry here. so You have the respirator face look right now. Like, it's like, (laughs) I got rid of this, but they let me keep this. I'm still keeping this. I can't get rid of all. Believe me, I look like like 30% of all the guys here. Okay. Just by virtue of that fact. How how has been the work? And how's the fire situation recently? I know a lot of smoke. Yeah, yeah, it's it's not too bad. I, actually, where I live, uh, my Western wife, Canada. Yeah, 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 Western Canada. Um, she uh, sent me some photos of the smoke that's been coming in there, and it is thick. I, you know, they have to wear masks going outside because, uh, 
you know, you're, it's like the entire exterior is like the mm. inside of a burning house, you know? Right, right, right. Yeah. You know, if you are young, if you are young, say like 30s and you have some disposable income, invest in a good respirator mask. You you don't necessarily need the cartridges right now, but similar to how everyone was hoarding face masks and they were suddenly off the market and like 10 times worth the price and yeah. the things that you could get were substandard in quality because they were just making them in bulk to basically make a profit. It's always good to just have a good respirator on hand. It's a, one of those really valuable PPEs that you don't want to compensate or uh, compromise on quality, particularly in a rush of an emergency. And you never know when there might be a big fire or some weird climate change ordeal that causes you to absolutely need one. Uh, my my two cents. Dread, or you can pray. <laughs> <laughs> That's always a good option too. Much more, much more cheaper, much more available, but effective, we'll find out. Um yeah. Larry Rhodes would love to catch up on you. How you been? You look like a guy that just met some friends. I'm sorry. Yeah, you look like sorry. a guy that just met some friends. Yeah, I did. I met I met with uh, Eric yesterday. Uh, Boudreau from Kentucky. He came down to pick up Tesla. Nice. Yeah. So wow. we have a, a dealership here in Knoxville. So we got together for lunch with his parents. I mean, his wife and his father. So that was it. Was good. Good meal. Nice. Good company. Nice. Yeah, I'm I'm surprised there's not one in Louisville or Versailles or or in any of the other areas in Kentucky. It's Knoxville. Knoxville is the home yeah. of Tesla's. Like, don't knock Tennessee. Like, it has so many big cities. And, yeah, and the big cities are blue. You yeah, remember that. You know, True. The rest of it is is rural red. It is. The big cities are blue. And not only that, but like most everybody in Tennessee is really, really nice. Like even mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just a really, really nice state to be in and no sales tax. So yeah. people. Wait, wait, wait. What? What? No, no state sell. No state. No state tax in Tennessee. Income no tax, tax. No state income tax. Yeah. 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 No state. Yeah, we so do have sales buy, tax. Yeah. If you buy a lot of stuff, you're going to be taxed. Sure. All right. Got it. But when it comes to turning in your taxes, it's no default, like 20%, 30% out of your paycheck. You're like, what? No, that makes no. no sense. The federal government already took what they wanted. All right. Mm-hmm. John Richards. Hello, John. Welcome. We have Hello. a show today. Uh, what I'm love sorry, I'm, you, you know? sorry, I'm late, guys. I've been collecting the family from the airport. They've just Ooh. got from their homes. Okay, okay. I'm glad that England also calls them the airport too, and not like the ferry floaters or something like that, or like another term that I'm going to have to learn as an American. Aeroflot. Richard. Nice to see you, Dred. And uh, surviving surviving the fires too. Truth. Yeah. Yeah. But you want the bad news? Okay. Sure. Spain. Spain beat England. No. In what? Cricket. Football. Three different oh, sports we just said. Soccer, football, and cricket. <laughs> uh, it's one of those three. One of those three. Okay. The mystery's still out, you guys. Women's World Cup football. Condolences. Okay. <laughs> I didn't even know we had a women's football team. That's amazing. So, like, they have Actually, a lot of padding. You, you do. You have, a, you have, a, US, you have yeah. a U.S. women's football team, and it's quite good. Are they uh, kickers on the team? Surprisingly. Okay. Okay. That's wonderful. Okay. Ball kicker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Field goal kicker. They got the the quarterback and everything like that. It's wonderful. The water, water boy. No, yeah. water girl. Excuse you, Dre. Yeah, water girl. Yeah. Yeah. John yeah. Richards, how cheer, have you been? Cheer, cheer man. Cheer man. Yeah. Cheer yeah. woman. Yeah, yeah. Cheer person. Yep. Yeah. 
Jer- John Richards, how have you been? What's going on with you? I've been fine. Thank you. Yeah. Wonderful. 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 And today's topic, uh, John, is uh, meeting of the minds. You remember that old show from the 60s and 70s, uh, Steve Allen, the meeting of the minds, and he had people on there. Uh, that would like play historical figures and talk to each other. I'm not sure that it aired over here. Excuse okay, I'll, I'll put the link in the, in the chat. You can check it out. And for okay. those listening, I've got the link down below, uh, yeah. or I will have. Yeah. So he. So I'm he would aware. Like, of, I'm aware of Steve Allen, but not not that particular show. I did see in the chat there. So he yeah. he basically hosts late night talks with actors pretending to be historical figures, Cleopatra, oh, right. Stuff like that. And I was wondering, what if we can make that real, which we can't, but let's just pretend we could. And instead of having the likes of Cleopatra, we had Charles Darwin or Jesus or Muhammad or even the flying spaghetti monster sit across (laughs) and talk about, hey, it's 2025, 2030, sometime in the future. Let's talk about all. Let's talk with the father of evolution about all the advancements we've made since his initial discovery. And I would I'd love to know how those members in his conversations would react to built on revelations after the point of their discovery. Because I imagine some would actually be pretty open to it. For example, if you were to bring this up to Charles and say, Hey, we found these things called germs. They're like Mm -hmm. tiny little animals and they evolve very quickly or because they rapidly produce. Uh, Larry, what do you think? And uh, he would be interested in knowing that we found the, the mechanism for uh, evolution oh, yeah. he did Jeez. not know what the mechanism yeah. was right right exactly yeah he'd be like wait 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 is that in me too it's like yeah it's in every cell in fact some cells even have multiple of them and every living thing on earth yeah like yeah. it's really cool this is like it's like evolution awesome but we also found like some things don't take a long time to evolve some things evolve very quickly like even large animals we call it punctuated equilibria yeah. and and there's like this environmental nature we found out absolutely humans are a facet of evolution and we actually use it to make better medicine for people just based Ooh. on like what their body types are and where they come from. Like we can look at someone's historical family record and recognize if they're at more risk for heart failure or different kinds of cancer, just based on like their genetic profile of how much melanin is in their skin or how much they work. Like go on ahead, Larry, going for it. Well, I was just going to say, we could also say how we could also show how closely we are related to other animals. Like, yeah, you can see how close what our nearest evolutionary cousin is, uh, mm. like the Bonobo uh, ape or other right. apes, you know, so, and prove it. And, uh, I, th- he, he I think he would love that. He would have loved it because he'd be like, man, everybody gave you a hard time about this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I knew yeah. this was going to go somewhere. I'm yeah, so glad would, you guys kept working on it. <laughs> he, he, would be, he would be open to hearing about all the things that spun off from his original mm-hmm. idea. Exactly. Uh, and uh, medicines uh, based on it, whole, yeah. whole theories of medicine. Although, of course, he was aware of artificial selection because they, they did right. quite a lot of breeding back mm-hmm. in those days. Right. So he, mm-hmm. he knew that happened. Right. But the idea would he wouldn't be so personally offended that we found out more things no, no, no. and that he was wrong on some other aspects that we just lacked clarity on because no. like he didn't know the tools or the mechanics, but he did no. have the observations. Right. And yeah. so the idea that we kept working on it would be like, he'd be open to it. What do you think, Dred? I was going to say too, that uh, I'm sure he would be impressed by the fact that the 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 model mm. uh, that has been generated through the theory of uh, evolution has been applied to other non like non biological systems. Correct. So that oh, yeah. evolution 
is present in in many different aspects yeah. of of reality, not just strictly biology. Like iterative yeah. changes based on what the environment is selective towards has been a consequence of culture, how music is developed, politics. Like we algorithms. see algorithms. Yeah, we make AI now sort of like based on this iterative process. And he's yeah. like, what's AI? You're blowing my mind right now. <laughs> it's this. you don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. There's this great Jesus app <laughs> that we can show you in the future. But uh, uh, go ahead. Speaking Larry. of Jesus, isn't he a part of our roundtable? He is, he uh, is, yeah. but he's coming up. I want to do one more scientist first before we start the the, the Jesus bandwagon. Okay. Like, if we brought Galileo in and he's oh. like, hey, I made some telescopes. And I Have you guys figured out how to make refracted light more effective at seeing past Jupiter or, or Mars or anything like that? It's like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, oh, great. So uh-huh. there's like, there's an extra planet. It's like, dude, there's like six, there's probably like 10 extra planets and we have classification for planets now. And we have planets that used to be planets, but we had to change the system of nomenclature just because there's so many of them. Yeah. So now everyone's like, how many planets are there? It's like, there might be a lot of planets, guys. And we know the Whoa. size of things. You, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Can you imagine the moons? Like Jupiter has 72 moons. and, and 72 moons? Saturn has about as many. So, I mean, he, he knew that Jupiter had like four moons. Yeah. And, yeah like, and, but the 72? Like now Galileo like all freaking the time. out. Yeah. That, yeah, is, yeah, yeah. That, that is a very specific number, and it reminds me of, of a number of virgins for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why it's stuck in my mind. <laughs> All those terrorists are going to Jupiter. Yeah. Oh, that's man. A, so they'll have their own moon. I think what would be really great to show Galileo is that picture of the deep space telescopic image of basically just here's one segment of space at high exposure. Mm-hmm. And all of these dots are a galaxy. And he's like, what in the world is a galaxy? It's like, right. oh, boy, do I have things to tell you. Mm, yeah. You know? And I I can't imagine. I imagine it would be like world shaking for him. But to think that this is the this is the path that we went on since his this initial discovery would both be like uplifting and wreck and a reckoning for him in that, oh, we're way smaller than I thought we were. It's like true. But we've been using your method to be able to figure out more stuff about reality which has been really useful and we've been working on this we have come to know the cosmos yeah we've come to know the cosmos he's like Mm -hmm. oh wow i feel so small but i'm happy that you guys have been working at this using his technology yeah 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 yeah. it's really really interesting okay so in some aspects i wouldn't think he would have the ego to be like well that's wrong because there's only jupiter It it can only be jupiter you guys are wrong like something's wrong with your machines like no i think he would just be open to the idea that this is science advancement Thank you guys for keep working on this. I'm not happy about the result because I'd love to think that we were more special than this, but I'm actually more fascinated with what can come up with the future. Like my idea, what the universe is, it was actually small and not so much myself, but you're exploring something far bigger or grander than I could ever think of. It's fantastic. It's interesting though, that, you know, people have never come to um, the, uh, the notion or the realization that they're smaller. They've never sat out that way. They never right. set out to be smaller or less important. Mm. It was always a function of the discovery that made them change their mind about yes, it. Right? Yes, good point. Natural human egocentrism. Yeah. So would Galileo say, "Just wait till I tell the Pope"? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Do all right. So we can have some religious people come in. Well, uh, I would like to. 
remind people that we have some listener comments that we'll get to in the second half of the show. But say we bring in Jesus now. All right. So uh, Jesus comes in, he sits down and, uh, you know, what could we what could we potentially present to Jesus with regard to something that would show that, hey, some of the things that you were talking about, we were continuing to work on. <laughs> I'll leave it up open to the round table. Larry, I saw you move your hand. What do you got? No, I was waving back to the little person. Larry, who's waving. <laughs> it's called improv, improv. <laughs> and what do you got? What do you got for Jesus? Oh, I, I don't really have a lot of questions for Jesus. Uh, I would tell him that a lot of people have either misinterpreted or reconstructed his messages so that they they call themselves Christians, although they do exactly the opposite of what Jesus taught. Um, but, you know, they're called the far right now. <laughs> uh, but, <laughs> it's chosen people. What are you talking about? Yeah, it's I like, guess. You know, it's like I personally yeah. think he would be very surprised the at number? what happened. At what happened? At yeah. what Just happened? Post, post, you know, because it was never that was never the intention, right? Like, yeah. you know, you you uh, some of the things you read about him, like uh, give up all your wealth and mm-hmm. and uh, you know because the end is coming imminently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was going to yeah. happen any he'd time. Probably, he'd probably yes, say, exactly. "This is two thousand years after I left." Really? Yeah. <laughs> and you got more stuff than ever? Yeah. <laughs> I what think are billionaires? What what is, what is this? Yeah, yeah. John Richards. So like they can afford four goats? <laughs> <laughs> uh John Richards. I'm you, being pissed that the kids are back. Got it, got it. So, <laughs> guess what? I'm being pissed that okay, so, okay. Yeah, I, I was gonna say about Jesus. Mm. Um w- would he would he believe that in his homeland, the, the the Jews and the Arabs are still fighting, and they haven't got Christianity yet. So, ooh, I think I think from what so there's an idea that I have in the back of my hand of Jesus would love that there's still conflict on Earth because one that's what he spoke to he foresaw this right, and he would at least just want he wouldn't want the world to be a complete world peace because that's what heaven's for, right? So like the fact that there's still conflict, that there's still billionaires, that there's still unbalances in wealth, and that there's still people who are fighting is all part of the plan as far as like uh, what he did. What he provided was a path for salvation, not so much the solution for all strife and conflict on earth, right? And so he could sit back and be like, good, good, good. So people are still angry, still people are still fighting, and there's a bunch of disparities. I'm glad my my death has even more meaning now that there's even all these further injustices out in the universe. Larry, what do you think? Well, yeah, I, I think the point you made off camera before was a really good point in that he would be amazed at how many splintered religions have come from his words. You know, yeah. that there are literally thousands of... Uh, Christian religions out there, but uh, he might look around and see somebody wearing a crucifix with him on it and say, Oh yeah. I think he would have a lot of numbers with that. What's what's this? Yeah. Yeah. I hate those. I hate those. (laughs) (laughs) Remind me of the worst day of my life. Yeah. 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 So I basically have like this big binder of like, or Jesus would have this big binder of Christian denominations and he's just flipping through the churches. He's like, no crucifix, no crucifix. Just flipping through. It's like, all these have crucifixes. I hate these. I hate these so much. Don't, don't people realize that? It's like, ooh, could have been a good person, but had that bracelet with the uh, uh, cross on it. I hate crosses. Mm-hmm. I'm not about those. Um, 
For, yeah. for those who don't know, a crucifix is a cross with Jesus on it, where a cross is just a cross. Right. So th- there is a difference. Huh? One's cheaper to make. So guess which one's more mm-hmm. popular? Uh, <laughs> uh, Dread Pirate Higgs, did you, it looks like you're holding back. Well, anything you can tell to Jesus that he sits smugly, just being like, yeah, yeah. Hey, that there's problems. Uh, hey, sold for X. Soul for a hex? Solve no. for X, like Solve in alge- algebra. <laughs> Solve for X, okay? Solve for X. Just, you know, just that it would be so beyond his ability, mm. uh, given the time, right? They they didn't have math. They didn't, you know, like, he, you know, he's a carpenter, right? So he's trying to figure out the sides of a thing. So, you know, one side is 2X, that's right, right, right. He, he may not know algebra he as be well. Able to do it. He you don't think he'd be able to do it? I feel like his dad would not be able to do it. I feel like Jesus's dad, John, would actually be able to solve for X because he probably makes good tables. Whereas as a carpenter, he can actually probably like, okay, how much wood do I need to fit inside this building? Jesus, come over here. Let me show you how to do math. No, I'm busy dying for your sins. Uh, <laughs> this teenager. They're teaching these these preachers, uh, the rabbis. Geez. I don't know what's up with this generation. I I don't know how to raise kids. <laughs> I just I make tables. I make tables. Um, John Richards, anything you want to say to to Jesus? He's getting off pretty much scot free right now. This is crazy. Yeah, if I could meet him, I would ask him when he's actually coming back. <laughs> He said, <laughs> I'm back. talking about. I'm right here. Yeah, Jesus says, I'm back now. And, <laughs> and by the way, I expect there to be bifurcations because there's only one true path to me and it's easier. It's going to be hard to make. I made it deliberately hard to follow my word. It's like passing a camel through an eye of a needle. Like I didn't say it was like passing uh, a beach ball through a giant uh, hoop in the air. Like, no, like I made this deliberately hard on purpose. Because this life is a trial. Did you not understand that? Didn't I say that in your book? Well, he he was referring to rich people. I'm talking to everybody. I'm talking to everybody. Yeah. No one, everyone, all your values mean nothing. The only one true value is me and, and my path to, to utter salvation. Anyone else going to say anything or am I off scot-free? <laughs> what do you do, right? Interesting, interesting. So, like, none of the natures of what we've learned better about philosophy or anything what we've learned about how law or how to better treat people or that the diversification of life not only applies to people, but also cultures. And there are a lot of different valid points of view and we can work better with it, that we have systems where we've shown that women who have access to education can actually substantially improve the environments that they're in for everybody. Uh, that people of different colors and different backgrounds can actually get educations and 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 have more influential positions in government. Like well, I, this idea I mean, of a tribalistic one think, chosen person is not a good system for setting up for. I anything. don't think he'd have the no, references to deal with it. What's that? Sorry. Go ahead, John. Sorry, John. As I say, those weren't his policies, were they? they? He didn't, according to what we know about him. He didn't um, insist on uh, any of the things you've just listed. So I would actually say, like, he's made comments where what belongs to Caesar belongs to Caesar. If you got to pay taxes, pay taxes. I'm not here to overwrite the laws that exist. I'm here to present my my one path to salvation. However, with such an influential figure that clearly his influence has affected not only government in America as we have today, but like the multitude of lives who sacrifice themselves 
for his messages and stories, he had a wonderful opportunity to enhance our culture yeah, yeah, by yeah. saying, hey, listen, if sure. you stop slavery or if you just said don't own people as property and keep up with your, what you're doing, we could have had a much better system yeah, yeah. to live in. Like, yeah. why continue the corruption? Why play part of it if you had such an influence on people to begin with? Jo- Larry, what, what was your oh, I, I agree what you were saying. Uh, I think good points all. Um, however, uh, I would be remiss if I didn't mention that he, he tried to bring compassion and empathy, uh, to a world sorely lacking in it. And it's yeah. a good message. Most of his messages were good, but I would, I would tell him that in the two year, 2000 years since his last visit, uh, with all the advances we have had in science and biology and, and medicine and, and electronics and all that, we've never found any evidence that there was a soul or an afterlife. And how did he come to that conclusion, you know, yeah. and make him consider the fact that maybe he was wrong in his most uh, em- uh, emphatic or number one uh, statements about, you know, the, the path of the afterlife is through me. So I, I yeah, uh, but there's a way more reliable way to the truth than that mm-hmm. is through, as we know, scientific methodology. Right. Not just not just faith. Spirit, spiritualism. Right. Now, here's the part where I start thinking uh, Jesus will get off his chair a little bit and lean forward and be like, what do you mean I have messages about peace and how to love everybody? That's not what I'm about. If you read Matthew 10, it's don't think I've come here to bring peace to the earth. I am not come to bring peace. He says it twice. I'm here to be a sword. I'm here to set men against their fathers, daughters against their mothers, daughter-in-laws against mother-in-laws. I am here to make sure that there will be foes within households. I'm here to bring the fire. (laughs) You guys are all going to hell. I will not, I will go into churches or synagogues and start knocking down things and being like, you guys need to start worshiping me towards your path to worshiping my father. It's a good point. I am the son of God, like straight up. That if, for people who are cherry picking the Bible, anybody can pick what they want to out of it. Like right. the hell and brimstone yeah. uh, fire preachers are going to pick that uh, that portion. The people who want to love and and cherish each other are going to pick other portion. Like do not uh, call each other sinners if you can't uh, if you are if you have sin yourself, etc. Um, he he stuck up for the the little person. Um, and the downtrodden, et cetera, et cetera. But there are words in the Bible that will support whatever view you have, which yeah. is, makes it a Rorschach test. And, and he said, of course, that he endorsed the Old Testament. He didn't. Right. He didn't Every jot and tittle. Yeah, right. yeah. So I'd ask him why. Why did you endorse the Old Testament? Have you read it? <laughs> yeah. So is the argument then that he just has bad propaganda, guys? Or like his marketing team wasn't very effective, but he's perfect. It's like, listen, guys, I'm telling you from the beginning, I was perfect from the get go. If my market, if my human mortal marketing team couldn't get the message across, that's that should be expected. They're not as perfect as I am. I have to work with what I can. You know, when you when you work with other people, you have to expect a lower degree of quality. It just is what it is. It's the nature of marketing and management. Sorry about that. You know, the thing is, apologize. He never he never wrote anything down. So I never wrote anything down. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Send your complaints Uh, to Matthew, Luke, and John. uh, (laughs) How do you know your mother was a virgin? Oh, Oh, that's that's fire. That's fire. And and how how does that square up with uh, meeting, you know, like uh, being the end of prophecy, like being the line of David? Joseph Mm -hmm. was the line of David, 
but he wasn't your father. So you're, you know. Uh-huh. I love the way they try to trace his lineage through David. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then he can't be because Mary yeah. wasn't. <laughs> so. There are actually two of them. Yeah. Larry, why don't you take us out? Sure. This is the Digital Free Thought Radio Hour on WOZO Radio 103.9 LPFM here in Knoxville, Tennessee. We'll be right back after this short break. After he had journeyed and his feet were sore and he was tired, he came upon an orange grove and he rested and he lay in the cool and while he rested he took to himself an orange and tasted it and it was good and he felt the earth to his spine and he asked and he saw the tree above him and the stars and the veins in the leaf and the light the balance and he saw magnificent perfection whereon he thought of himself in balance and he knew he was of those he angered, for he was not a violent man, and he thought of those he hurt, for he was not a cruel man, and he thought of those he frightened, for he was not an evil man, and he understood, he understood himself, upon this he saw that when he was of anger, or knew hurt, or felt fear, it was because he was not understanding, and he learned compassion. With his eye of compassion, he saw his enemies like unto himself, and he learned love. Then he was answered. Back to the second half of the Digital Free Thought Radio Hour. I'm Dodder Five, and we're on WOZO Radio 103.9 LPFM here in Knoxville, Tennessee. Let's take just a moment to talk about the Atheist Society of Knoxville. I'll get it out. 
ASK was founded in 2002. We're in our 21st year now and have over 1,000 members, nearly 1,100 now. We have weekly in-person meetings every Tuesday evening in Knoxville's Old City at Barley's Tap Room and Pizzeria. Look for us inside at the high-top tables or if it's pretty weather outside on the deck. You can find us online at Facebook, meetup.com, or at our website, knoxvilleatheist.org, or just Google Knoxville Atheist. is just that simple. By the way, if you don't live in Knoxville, you should still go to Meetup and do a search for an atheist group in your town. Don't find one? Start there one. That's right. Wombat, where do you want to pick up? I think my takeaway is if we brought Jesus on the show, it'd be really hard pressed to show him anything that he'd be genuinely excited for as far as development. It would largely just be, hey, you didn't get my message right. I'm still perfect. I'm not wrong about anything. And any problems that you see with the way how the message was delivered was either someone else's fault or your problem, but not me. I'm good. And keep trying because I'm the I'm the one true path. And see you later, guys. Gets up, walks out the door. You know, like we can talk about slavery. We can talk about abuse against women. Yeah, mic drop. Or flies out the open window nearby. Even if we make the (laughs) point that, hey, the material that you provided us to be able to understand what you're about is dramatic, is absolutely objectively contradictory, even with itself. Like we keep pulling like, well, that's not my problem. That's my I had different people have to. I had to show it to different people and they just wrote their interpretations and different people are imperfect and just, it's their problem. I'm, I'm the path. It's like, well, how do we, how do we know what to follow? It's like, you know, because I'm telling you, what else do you have to say? The fact that I'm here, it's the same message I've been giving for 10,000 years. The message that's in this book, that's completely incongruous with itself. It's not my problem. That's that way. I had people write that so that you can understand it. Jesus out, (laughs) drop my drops, walks out. So for like Galileo, Charles Darwin, I think there would be some deeper appreciations for some of the the newer revelations that we found out. But with Jesus, it's the same story, same brand. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I would yeah. be hard pressed to hear him say, oh, wait a second, gay people aren't evil. Oh, we shouldn't have slaves. Oh, my gosh, geez, I should have been more clear about that. I should have taken like one moment to just explain, hey, don't have slaves or don't have people or here's a website or I'll talk about some sort of technology that exists in, an, in, in clear enough terms that we can absolutely know objectively that i know what i'm talking about in the future rather than scrolls and demons and yeah, dragons well, we no days. longer have any lepers and, yeah. and the mental illness the craziness is not demon caused right i'd want or, a cheeks i'd want sure. a cheek or instead of the instructions for like how to i don't know damn figs uh instead just to hey that magical healing thing that you're doing can you just write the steps for that in a book so that we can have that as like a means for medicine for us. Like, how do we, how do we effectively do that? How can we effectively treat it? How can we help people not suffer? Things like that. Your job is to suffer. Yeah. That's what Dred, I, I like Dred's point. I, he wants a mouth swab. That way yeah. we can find out oh, if yeah. an, an X chromosome DNA. or not. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Let's see. Let's get a mouth swab. <laughs> can we at least get that? Figure that out. Because otherwise it's, it's actually parthenogenesis, right? Right, right, right. And you right. should like, be a girl. Yeah. Right. You Where's your mitochondria from? Where's your mitochondria? Yeah. And Abe should mother? be a boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to see what your genes look like, man. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. Next guest. Uh, you know him. You love him. He's made out of noodles and he's ready to canoodle. <laughs> it's the flying spaghetti monster. All right. Hey. Monster, everybody comes down from the ceiling in a big pile or a, just like one big plop of noodles fills up the chair. Yeah, I saw him. 
then the meatballs come one after the other. They land, and then he's just like points like, "Yeah, hey, well, what's up, the meatballs Ponzi have hat? to drop, right?" <laughs> <laughs> Dread, I don't want to speak for your god. I would love to hear. Um, so you know, uh, recent advancements that we found out, like Possifarians would love to have more support in trying to figure out how to get their pictures even in driver's license. It doesn't seem like from a from a spiritual side that they're getting the assistance that you know, Jesus and, and the likes of God are giving to, to their followers. What's up with that? Why, why aren't you supporting your followers more? You know, I, you know, because I guess it's, you have to, you know, almost meet the definition of delusional under the diagnostic uh, manual. Uh, What's that manual called? The D DMT, the D the 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 psychological one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The CDM, yeah. Cadbury's Dairy Milk, yeah. Okay, yeah, so anyway, I mean, there is a definition of delusional in there that, you know, very well defines everyone who fervently believes in whatever God they happen to. Yeah. And just because pastafarians are not as, uh, you know, fervent, <laughs> uh, we're not taken as seriously. But, uh, you know, the idea is that... Um, it's it's as good an explanation as any, and uh, any supernatural. Can, you know, if we can embrace the idea that there are some unknowable elements or aspects to the universe hmm. uh, that we can, you know, celebrate in that way, sure. celebrate our own ignorance, in fact, uh, and just kind of poke fun at our tendency to take ourselves so seriously that uh, we exclude the possibility of becoming aware of are you saying to a better understanding right as flying spaghetti monster are you saying then that you don't mind not winning right now and that... Yeah, that is absolutely correct okay okay is it a race for you at all because if i'll be honest with you like the the jesus the west barrow power baptist church people even the, the you know the the more obscure you know, Christian denominations, they have more or less a complete latch hold on this like trophy of privilege and, and, and. Well, and you have to consider as the Science Spaghetti Monster was drunk within <laughs> the creation of the universe to start with. So he doesn't remember much. <laughs> <laughs> that's why it's a, that's why it's a mess, right? Okay. You know, it's, it's not, you're saying it's not your fault or are you saying it is your fault? Yeah. His fault. It, His fault. <laughs> <laughs> But it's squarely uh, on me, yeah, for sure. Okay, okay, okay. You took some responsibility for that. I can appreciate that. I can appreciate that. But, uh, you know, people do have the uh, the beer volcano and the stripper mm-hmm. factory to look forward to in the afterlife. Sure. Uh, I would say this, though. We happen to know a lot more about pasta now than we did perhaps even back then. Uh, we know yes. these things about gluten. We know about carbohydrates, excessive carbohydrates in the body, producing more uh, fatty uh, residues and veins leading to more cardiac failure. Uh, we know people are dramatically allergic to allergens that might be present in uh, starches, like it's gluten, as I referred to before. I believe it's protein, actually. And, um, uh, you know, just the idea of a good proper diet is actually more protein-based and that the way how we've structured a food pyramid that's sold in America mm-hmm. is entirely manufactured by corn lobbies and wheat dairy yeah. 
people paying politicians to say, you need more carbs, you need more carbs. This pasta uh, dependency that we have is completely counter to a healthy lifestyle. And not only do you do pasta, but you also do beer. So like, these are two additional forms of carbs. (laughs) Why are you trying to poison us all? Yeah, you know what you're saying, Ty? Thank you. The spaghetti monster is evil. It sounds like it's not a balanced meal or breakfast. If I had nothing but pasta and beer every day, me. like that's a problem. No, what if, you eat, if you got meatballs, you got your protein. If you <laughs> okay. you've got your vegetables because there's your tomatoes uh-huh. and your mushrooms, uh, which are, you know, a, a, a saprophagic uh-huh. um, It's very nutritious, but you have to do everything in moderation, right? And you can't just eat spaghetti. You gotta, you gotta change it up. There's lasagna. There's penne. <laughs> there's the shape that's different. <laughs> uh, Larry, and, you wanna... and, and, and usually yeah. you have a salad too. So well, I mean, oh, you can have salads. Huh? That's and, a well balanced meal. It may yeah, be good, uh, bad for your body, but this body is temporary. He's wanting us to go ahead and enjoy this life, eat all the pasta and whatever we need to have our heart yeah, attack and move yeah. on to the next life. Yeah, but See, is that reliable? thinking of us all the time. Larry, is that reliable? <laughs> and my taxpayer dollar is paying for your uh, stints in your heart. You know, like if we all go out and get heart attacks. Oh, it's all temporary. Yeah. Don't worry about that. Oh, we're going to start a religious war on this show right now. Look what you're doing. <laughs> Give us some clarity here, John. I need to know more about the spaghetti monster afterlife. So you didn't know. So it's, it's pretty straightforward. It's, uh, you know, there's a beer volcano and it, it's much like earth, uh, but there's a beer volcano. So you can drink as much as you want and, and not worry about the deleterious, uh, uh, side effects of uh, you know overconsumption, uh, and then a, a stripper factory, which is yeah. equal know, opportunities and, and stripper factory. Yeah, and you just use your imagination on that because you know it's not like uh, it's not like uh, sex slaves or anything like that. It's that's not the way it works. So I see. So it's, it's like imaginative and unlimited pasta. It doesn't sound kid friendly. <laughs> for like for like sober asexuals it also seems like it's going to be a pretty hard sell what 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 is this what is this flying spaghetti monster you got the pasta you got the gluten you got the unbalanced meals you got all these like is it's just like earth it's like i'm already on earth what's going on like give it give us you're letting us down not only that but you're saying you don't want to win we <laughs> like winners you're getting exactly. beaten left and right what's going on what are what's going on what's, this is messed you know, up it's, it's not a race to the top <laughs> in, in, in fact, it, everyone knows that you know pastafarian has the god back guarantee right okay what's this about uh, so you try pastafarianism for for 30 days and if you're not fully happy uh your god your old god will likely take you back so okay okay i uh did you have any conversations with jesus in the back room uh and what was your opinion <laughs> of him at all uh, no he was he was fried he was, he was <laughs> Did you get I don't know what with... they had back in uh, Israel for yeah. uh, you know hallucinogenic plants, but I, I think he what, was were your, what were your thoughts on Charles uh, Charles Darwin and Galileo? Good guys, good guys. You could hang out with them a little bit. Okay, well, they're just trying to penetrate the enigma of of what you know what the flying spaghetti monster is and how it all happened. You think nice. about now, okay, that around the around the event horizon of a black hole. 
Mm-hmm. Matter going in undergoes a process called spaghettification. Yep. So anything leaving this world is, or this universe, this reality is going to uh, be spaghettified. So that that is the end. So end um, state. You know, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I my my only concern would be as as we wrap up the show. Uh, I'd love to see more gods admit that they were they were lacking in their capability of effectively communicating with their followers because it leads to a lot of confusion. And even when it comes down to, hey, it's your fault because you I I chose these people to write these books. It's like, well, if that was your plan and you're you were all knowing to begin with, you could have done a better job. <laughs> and if and if it came down to this. You knew the amount of suffering that came about as a result. You should have wrote it yourself or given us better tools because we have better tools now. And if you had just given us better tools to come up with a better story rather than forcing it then at the moment, we would have been a lot better off. And I wonder for like these flying spaghetti monster, um, you know, we may not win the race in fervency, but what I am representing is an, uh, uh, an appreciation for ignorance and, and, um, pursuits for science and i think more gods can learn from me in that respect no i don't have all the answers but that's also something that i advocate as well so how amazing would it be to just have a more lenient god that's willing to say i don't know at some times doesn't make you any weaker doesn't make you any less of a god and yeah now that you learn more about diets hey don't force yourself to eat gluten if you don't if you can't handle gluten We'll make gluten-free pasta. That's a t- new technology too. But I'm going to support pasta because I think it's cool. And do you have to eat it every meal? No, everything should be in moderation. If you got, wa- if you yeah. need to drink water, you can drink water. If you want to drink beer, you can yeah. drink beer. And if you want to discuss strippers, we can make a stripper that can be exciting for anybody, anytime, anywhere. You make even kid-friendly. I don't know. Don't delve too deep into that. Those the way how I'm framing it. I'm just saying I'm here to make people uh, feel appreciative and ask and wonder. And I think that could be a yeah. good thing too. You know, ultimately, pastafarianism, too, does not have to be examined too closely. It just doesn't hold up to it. It doesn't need to, right? Hmm. It's, it's just the it way is. it is. Especially since the the object of pastafarianism himself says, how did you create the universe? I don't know. I was drunk. Right, <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> Guys, we got to ask you the wrong God. Yeah. <laughs> got some listener comments that i'd love to go through so i typically categorize the comments for the show in hey that's a nice little feedback and they're typically like one sentence such as like hey i love the show and so apollo 11 says hey uh i love the show i think it's brilliant love your content so thank you very much for those constant uh feedbacks and we really appreciate that apollo 11 and then we get our other ones which i like to call the 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 quibbly nibblers which are just people who have umbrage with some of the statements that we've made and would and not necessarily would love clarification, but just make a statement of why we're wrong and then move on with the rest of their lives. So old seer seven six one zero. Uh John Richards, I'm gonna throw this one out to you first, because you, I believe, made a comment that made someone angry in the last episode with regard to how the universe was created. Uh his his comment he has as John Richards colon biblical creation is not the creation of the material universe 
The things of creation are metaphors for spiritual nature, not material nature. <laughs> so over time and experience, old seers have actually found that the spiritual interpretations are correct, and therefore material incorrect creation is incorrect. And so the idea is, and this is why, and not to paraphrase, but I believe you had made a mention that God created the universe and, and was doing so jokingly, but those who follow this old seer's advice is would say that the Bible's creation is talking about spiritual creation, not material creation. So you can't apply science to to this. So okay. get off their get off their backs. <laughs> well, first of all, I'm very glad that this person agrees with me that the material world has not been created. Okay, <laughs> okay. And and now, uh, if he's claiming that the spiritual world has mm. been created, then yes. I now want some evidence for the existence of the spiritual world. Oh, yeah. oh, interesting, interesting, interesting. Dread Pirate, what do you think? Uh, Bible well, doesn't. Talk how, about... how does he know what they were writing for? Like, ah, he he does a follow. You know, how, how did he? Yeah, who told him that the way he's looking at it is the correct way? Well, Dread Pirate, here's your follow-up comment from the same person, Old Seer seven six one zero says, "Listen, there's only two distinctly opposing understandings of biblical creation. There are no other possible." The universe contains only two things that everything can be derived from material nature and spiritual nature. Therefore <laughs> it must be spiritual uh, creation. No other interpretations are possible, but these two is as he says. Right. Right. And as we pointed out before, that's a false dichotomy, right? It is a false There's... dichotomy, but if he can point to spiritual things and he can point to material things, then therefore there must be only two possible processes <laughs> to create them. No, well, show me your evidence of spiritual. Right. Thing. Right. Exactly. Yeah, he, I first proved spiritual he's things. Exist. That's evidence. Yeah. He's pointing and he said it in a YouTube comment. That's evidence. You asked for evidence, he provided it. <laughs> I oh. made a YouTube comment that said spiritual evidence exists. That's my <laughs> evidence. That's proof. Yeah, he has a pretty low bar, a low standard. There's my problem. Bad. That's my problem. It's not so much the evidence is there, it's the lack of qualifying mm -hmm. evidence. My right. standard of, of evidence is much higher than the YouTube comments and the book yeah. and your, what your pastor like, said one yeah. standard. Like, like, like uh, Carl Sagan said, right? Extraordinary mm -hmm. claims require extraordinary evidence. And that yes. is a very extraordinary claim. Right, right, right. right. Uh, I just wonder what it leaves us with because we're still left with the material universe. So like we still have the question of what created that. And that seems to be the one that we care about and interact with on a more regular basis. Um, Larry, this is a question for you. I like it's by Andre Christian one five two nine. I'm swear I'm not making these up, but they seem to always have like a Christian start and a number in the background. But either way, I like all of your ending remarks. This is for a comment when we were talking about um, uh, the roles of women and men when we were talking about biology in previous episodes. Larry, uh -huh. I like all of your ending remarks on women, except the part where you think that Christians think women are low. That's actually very incorrect. We absolutely think of our women being more precious than rubies. And then he makes some quotes or citations to Holy Bible facts and real Christian faith facts. Uh, real men of God could never overpower our women. We have, we all have specific orders that creates harmony in the home and outside of the home. Bless. Yeah. That's why it took you a hundred years after the country was formed, 120 something years to give them the vote. 
uh, to allow them uh, any kind of equality. Your Bible still says they can't teach in church, should have no leadership positions. Uh, It's just false. What you're saying is false. Uh, You may put them on a pedestal, but you heck, you can put a a pet on a pedestal. And as a matter of fact, the Egyptians did. It's an objectification. It's not, yeah, yeah, it's not valuing them as people, but as objects. Yeah. So like I can value someone as a Ruby, but it's still way less than I would if I valued them as a people, as a person, person. right? Right. Personhood is like the highest standard of value that I can put into a person. It's like, oh, I value you like my favorite trading card in my Pokemon binder back from third grade. It's like, oh, I don't want to be that. I want to be a person. I want to be able to vote and have like my own autonomy and have rights and stuff like that. I don't need to be your favorite thing. I would rather just be a person that you know, you know, uh, John Rich, is any comments on that? <laughs> no, I think you said everything I was going to say. Okay, okay, okay. Those were the listener comments from the show. Thank you so much to our guests today. Uh, we had Charles Darwin, we had Galileo, we had Jesus, we had some pasta people. Hopefully inspired some thinking for on your own part. Larry, uh, before we close up the show, I'm going to do a quick roundtable. John Richards, anything that you'd like to plug before next week? Or, uh, yeah, I've got some update news for our latest event. You, you remember in June, we staged Changing Minds in Changing Times in London. Nice. And, and the, the videos of that are now almost completely uploaded to the public on our channel, which is Atheism UK channel Ooh. on YouTube. There's one more to go, which is where I present uh, Richard Dawkins with an award. And he has a chat with Lawrence Krauss, and we we auction an uh, an oil painting of Christopher Hitchens. That that will become publicly viewable on Wednesday. But the the hot news is that we're doing another one. I think I've told you about that, which is at the end of September in the Midlands near Birmingham, and tickets are selling. We, we've sold a quarter of the capacity already. Wow. And and Richard Dawkins has just lately joined in. And initially, he wasn't going to be part of it this time, but he's commissioned us to record an episode of his latest venture, which is the Poetry of Science. He's got a new podcast and channel that's called Poetry of Science, in which he interviews people. And we're going to record, we're going to do a Dawkins at that event. Nice. Very cool. Very cool. Well, I'm happy for you guys. That's awesome. Uh, uh, and keep us updated because I'd love to know how the results of a show like that. Sure. Uh, Dread Pirate, before anything else burns down or a private agency, a private eye agency calls you or the oil and gas industry calls you or a security detail needs you or yeah. whatever else you do because you have your hands in everything. What else is on your plate? Uh, and what would you well, like out. We uh, we have finally got a lawyer uh, nice. pro bono uh, cool. to push this forward, and we have a number of legal points to argue. And we're going to fire a cannonball across the bow of Ooh. the ICBC and the Ministry for Public Safety, uh, just saying cease and desist. Let this guy do it. It doesn't affect the license for or the integrity. For just real, stop being dicks stopping and stopping <laughs> yes i agree so where, i agree that's where we're at yeah. um and My... as much as possible you know i i every week i have been recording um 
short sermons or benedictions, which I then upload onto my channel, just so that the activity there is regular and there's always new content. So fantastic. I'm glad to play a part in that because you're using my corporate account in order to do that. And I support it. (laughs) (laughs) You're more than welcome. I get a weird little notification every single time that goes to my Outlook inbox and then it goes to my watch and I read it. I'm like, Dread Pirate Higgs has joined my Zoom channel. I'm like, keep going, keep going, keep going. Do what you got to do. So it's Mind Pirate at Mind Pirate on YouTube. Check it out. Nice. Wonderful. Wonderful. All right. Uh, for me, hey, so Larry did go out, have fun with um, Boudreaux and uh, Buffalo Bill. Uh, I went out, I did some rock climbing and had some fun and frankly, eating new places. My whole thing is like, treat yourself, enjoy yourself. We're in like a really great time for summer. And before it gets too dark too soon and we start, you know, closing our doors or some new pandemic comes around the corner, find a good way to treat yourself well and enjoy good moments from this year because you know, we're about to enter a new political cycle. I don't know if you guys knew about that, but Ooh. once that happens, it's hard to even keep your TV or news channels or internet feeds on without finding something to be depressed about. So like, remember these good times, make some good memories. That'd be my recommendation for this week. Uh, Larry, feel free to take us out. Or update uh, one us. One thing I'd go ahead. Go ahead, Larry. Okay. One thing I'd like to say is, uh, listeners, if you have any, I mean, what do you think of our meeting of the minds format? This is uh, what historical people would you like us to have on future shows? I think I like it. I think it's a good idea. It's, it uh, creates a lot of good questions, a lot of uh, thought. My content can be found at digitalfreethought.com. Be sure to click on the blog button on it for our radio show archives, atheist songs, and many articles on the subject. My YouTube channel handle is at Doubter5. You can find my book, Atheism, What's It All About, on Amazon. If you're having trouble leaving religious beliefs behind, and many people do, you can find help at recoveringfromreligion.org. Remember, everybody is going to somebody else's hell. The time to worry about it is when they prove that heavens and hells and souls are real. Until then, don't sweat it. Enjoy your life, and we'll see you next week. Uh, next Wednesday night at 7 o'clock. Say bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.